entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the program. The guy I am dying to hear his opinion on all of this from the Supreme Court, Mike Lee, joins us in 60 seconds. So... These days, kids grow up in a virtual world. They practically raise each other through YouTube or TikTok. Oh, yeah. Just dancing through that shallow world filled with strange challenges and weird stunts and crazy people. Oh, this is going to turn out really well. Really well. With all that noise in their day, you need to help your kids find purpose so they don't waste their lives or worse, lose the drive to understand and maintain the liberty that we all share. You need to show them examples of what's possible and connect them with a bigger vision of what other kids have achieved. The Tuttle Times does just that. It's a monthly magazine for kids from the creators of the Tuttle Twins, and every issue has big ideas that promote personal responsibility and freedom, like owning their own health and education, as well as profiles about kids who start their own businesses. Gain access to the magazine now at a reduced price, just $49 for the entire year. Give this to them to inspire your kids. Give them examples of what other kids are doing. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Senator Mike Lee. How are you, sir? Hello. Good to be with you, Glenn, as always. Thank you very much. I've got some campaign slogans for you. What do you think? Yeah. Are you ready? Well, I'm sure they're going to I'm sure they're going to make reference to how riveting I am in my presentation style. No, I'm just I'm just <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'll share them some other time. You don't seem open to ideas. No, no, uh, <laughs> no. I'm open. I'm, I'm as open as, as, as can be anything you can do to make me, you know, yeah. more cool. Oh, this happening. will make you much more yeah. cool. What do you think? Mike Lee, horrible at parties. Perfect in the Senate. I like it. That's a good one. Yeah. See, I, see, I, I, I can see that on the back of a of a bumper someplace. All right. I'm not so, horrible at parties, but well, I get the point. Now, <laughs> <laughs> so, so Mike, thank you for joining me today. I can't wait to hear your opinion because you are. I think you're the strongest on the Constitution, and you should be a Supreme Court justice someday. Um, tell me what. First of all. Are we going to hunt for, find, and I don't think it's against the law, at least kick this person out uh, and disbar them for leaking this? Well, I will say this. I, as a former law clerk, having clerked for Justice Alito, I can tell you law clerks are expected to keep utmost confidentiality and decorum. Uh, it's a respectful, collegial, and, and even friendly work environment. And I can't imagine the damage this leak will bring to the atmosphere and the operation of the court. I, 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 um, I am confident that the court is going to look into it. Now, what the court decides to do about it will be up to the court. It's difficult to predict because we've never had a situation exactly like this. You know, uh, before the Obamacare ruling in, two, in 2012, there were um, leaks in the form of rumors about what the result sure. was likely to be. And that was scandalous at the time. That was uh, nearly unprecedented at the time. An immense pressure was brought to bear on the Supreme Court justices rumored to be 
in what was thought to be a majority getting ready to strike down Obamacare. Mm -hmm. And as it turned out, uh, looks like those things might have made some difference. But there's no precedent for this one where an opinion, an entire opinion, the opinion of the court has leaked. Uh, This is stunning. The 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 odds that a Supreme Court justice knew about it. Yeah, it seems unlikely. Okay, uh, good. The, the, the Supreme Court justices themselves have got to work with one another for the rest of their natural lives. Um, and so I, it seems like the cost for them would be too high. Okay. It seems more likely that it was someone else. Okay. So, Mike, let's go through this um, ruling. I know you've read the, the whole thing. It seems extraordinarily logical uh, and really based on this was bad law from the very beginning. Casey then took it apart even more. None of it makes sense. None of it is constitutional. And even the left and Ginsburg has said that these are all the things that I gleaned from it. Uh, is is that the right analysis? Yes, it's it's the right analysis. I would add to that the fact that um, Roe versus Wade just found no grounding whatsoever in the Constitution, in hundreds of years of uh, jurisprudence. It, it, it was created out of whole cloth uh, by the Supreme Court in 1973. And what this did was just take away the authority of the states to protect unborn human life and to make the, the difficult decisions on exactly where the law, line is drawn and, uh, you know, in states that allow abortion, what, under what circumstances to allow it. Uh, uh, how long, at, at what stage, all of these things were taken off the table by the Supreme Court of the United States acting without any constitutional authority because nothing in the Constitution deals with abortion. Consequently, this is left to the states to decide. So they made this simultaneously. They, they took what should have been an issue decided by state government and made it federal and then took it away from the lawmaking process generally and made it a matter for nine lawyers wearing robes that's a problem yeah i you know i was amazed at seeing the people that were in front of the supreme court yesterday saying you know uh power to the people uh, you know rights belong to the people and i thought yep yeah, that's what the supreme court said that this this is not taking away anyone's right to have an abortion from the supreme court it's just saying your state has to decide correct Correct. Correct. There is nothing in this decision making abortion unlawful. That is a fallacy, a fallacy pushed by the left to scare people. What this is saying is that decisions regarding abortion will be made by lawmakers, primarily, almost exclusively at the state level, not at the federal level. So does this in in any place um, set it up for you know, go ahead in California, do your abortion laws and then bring it back to the court. And, uh, you know, we'll see if it stands. Does it is does it make a case at all that is saying that it's going to be hard to pass uh, a bill for abortion and have it stand? Not from what I read in this opinion, this opinion as drafted. Uh, I I hope and pray this is, in fact, the opinion of the court as it purports to be, Uh, because as written, it uproots uh, Roe and Casey, root and branch, doesn't leave anything left of them. And it it simply makes the case that 
these are decisions for state lawmakers, not decisions for federal judges. Uh, now, let me let me take you to one of the things that I'm I'm hearing, and they spent a lot of time talking about this. Um, people are saying, you know, there's 50 years now of precedent, uh, and you just can't you just can't overturn that. And they spent a lot of time talking about that. Can you go into it? Sure. Uh, now, look, I, I would point people to page 39 of the opinion of the court authored by Justice Alito. Uh, the infamous decision in Plessy versus Ferguson is, uh, a, a, as the opinion characterizes it, one of these decisions that the Supreme Court decided and got it wrong. Plessy versus Ferguson was terrible. It was deeply wrong. It was damaging. What was it? And it uh, Plessy versus Ferguson was the case that set up the separate, but equal. equal. Okay, got it, got it, got it. And you know, it was evil, radically contrary to the Constitution, and it was precedent that was in place for many, many decades, far too long. And fortunately, the Supreme Court has acknowledged that it got it wrong. The Supreme Court gets things wrong sometimes. It got it wrong. In Plessy versus Ferguson, it got it wrong in Roe versus Wade, and today the court corrected that. And it it says that even precedent. First of all, they disregarded uh, precedent in our country um, by enacting this. Uh, but also, it it says at no point does precedent play a role when we believe it's wrong. Correct. Right. Right. There's nothing about precedent that makes it sacrosanct. The court follows this doctrine known as stare decisis, which basically just means we're going to stick to a ruling that we've already issued uh, in most circumstances because it makes it more predictable for litigants and it makes it easier for the court to stand by that. But the court also says it's not going to stick to precedent. That was clearly wrong. And uh, particularly when you're dealing with constitutional interpretation, there's a, a diminished standard of deference uh, 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 owed uh, under the doctrine of stare decisis, where you're dealing with a constitutional provision. These are things that can't just be changed by legislative bodies. It would require an amendment to the Constitution. And so that's why, you know, mercifully, uh, the court was able to change course uh, when it decided Brown versus Board of Education, acknowledging that Plessy versus Ferguson was wrong. Uh, let me. Or it's had other instances where it's it's reversed itself after interpreting the Constitution incorrectly. Uh, let me go into um, privacy, or we have a right to privacy, uh, or the Fourteenth Amendment. Because they spend some time on that, and I'd like you to explain that in sixty seconds. First, Goldline uh, Fortune reported this last week that global energy prices are set to soar over fifty percent this year. The largest commodity shock since the OPEC crisis in the early 1970s. It's great, right? Same time, Nomura Holdings is forecasting 50, 75, and another 75 basis point rate hikes beginning in May. This is uh, not a good time. Not a good time for the dollar, for stocks, for any of it. The hedge against insanity, the hedge against inflation, the hedge against these kind of times has always been and will continue to be gold and silver, precious metals. Small number of $5 Indian head coins were ever minted and very few exist in the grade that they have now. Um, Goldline has just asked him about the Mint State 62 
$5 gold Indian head coins. Really important grade. You can also ask them how to get a free half-ounce uh, platinum coin and a free two-ounce silver maple flex bar with the purchase of the uh, two boxes of the Indians. They are really rare, really good. Don't wait. Call today, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. 10-second station ID and back to Mike Lee. So, Mike, um, take me through quickly the idea of the 14th Amendment and uh, the right to privacy. Okay. So, there are provisions in the Constitution that protect things that we associate with our privacy interests. Uh, Best example um, might well be the Fourth Amendment. Right. You know, the uh, government can't um, uh, search your house without a warrant, and the warrant has to be based on particular evidence providing probable cause and describing with particularity what's going to be searched. There are uh, other amendments that in one way or another may uh, also involve privacy. The Fifth Amendment right and protection against self-incrimination, for example. What happened is that in 1965, the Supreme Court of the United States, in a case called Griswold versus Connecticut, uh, concluded that when you add all these things together, when you add up things like the Fourth Amendment and the Fifth Amendment and the Ninth and Tenth Amendments, those things themselves overlap to form emanations and penumbras, which are themselves broad enough to uh, encompass uh, a, a broad abstract right to privacy. The court then used that to conclude that states may not restrict access to con- contraception by married couples. A few years later, the Supreme Court applied that same reasoning to say it doesn't just apply to married couples, but states can't restrict access to contraception generally. And then it was that same reasoning that the Supreme Court relied on in 1973, concluding that this abstract right to privacy imposed initially on the federal government by operation of the amendments that I described and made applicable to the states through the due process clause of the 14th Amendment, prohibit the states from unduly restricting a woman's access to an abortion. So it required inference upon inference, and it required a lot of uh, legal, verbal, constitutional gymnastics to get there. At the end of the day, there's still nothing there. Now, look, there's not a a state in America today that would or should ever even consider uh, restrictions on contraception. And so there are those who are going to try to attack this opinion by saying, oh, this is going to undermine access to contraception. That's nonsense. Not a state in the country that would do that. Right. And Um, it specifically says in here that this is only about abortion. It's not to be used for any other argument. Sure. It, yeah. That's right. And that, that's the way the Supreme Court works. It deals with the facts before it rather than some other case. So that's the point. Is they try to dress it up in language that, you know, kind of appeals to people's general sense that they have a right to privacy. There are privacy interests protected by the Constitution. That does not mean there's anything in the Constitution saying that a state has no authority to protect unborn human life, which is what they've been doing since 1973. So, Mike, are they going to finalize this faster and get it out to end this, you know, this uh, 
this time of intimidation? You know, so it's not my my place to tell them what to do as a lawmaker. They're right, a right, right. Separate coordinate branch of government. I'm just guessing, though. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I think I would do in that circumstance. What I what seems to make the most sense to me. I think they ought to issue a decision immediately, uh, be, because look, the whole point of this, I fear, I I still don't know who leaked it or what their motives were. Right. One could surmise that perhaps following. Uh, the model from 2012 is maybe they wanted to leak it so as to make it difficult Correct. for those justices uh, planning on signing it to threaten, intimidate, and harass them. And one could conclude that the best way for the court to deal with that and make sure that this doesn't happen again or something is leaked for purposes like that is to say, we're just going to issue this opinion right now Yeah. so that there's, there's no time for pressure to build. So they could do that in a couple of different ways. They, the chief justice could decide, okay, everybody sign on to either the majority opinion or a dissent or a concurring opinion of your choosing uh, by no later than close of business Thursday or Friday. Mm. Uh, uh, and then they could issue it then. Another approach they could do is issue an order today, a per curiam unsigned order of the court, announcing the results in this case and saying that an opinion would follow. And they could do it that way. Either way, I think it would be good for the court yeah. to signal that this doesn't is work. Done. Yeah. This is done. It doesn't work. Yeah. Um Mike, are you how concerned are you about because I, I think this really is uh less about abortion and more about packing the court and the filibuster. How concerned yeah. are you with your Senate colleagues on those two things? I, well, I'm I'm scared to death about both of them. Ending the filibuster would destroy the Senate as we know it. And I believe that they might consider doing it here as a means toward the end of packing the Supreme Court. As yeah. I've written in my forthcoming book called Saving Nine, comes out on, on June 7th. In Saving Nine, I explain why court backing is a terrible idea. It's inimical to the, the very foundation of our Constitution. It it threatens the independence and the integrity of our courts. It's designed to turn the courts basically into a political body. Right. Now, the last time they tried this, the Democrats tried this in 1937. It failed legislatively. But as I explained in, in Saving Nine, it still left an indelible scar, one that I, I think has caused problems for us ever since then. Uh, that is, it, it influenced the way individual Supreme Court justices were voting. And uh, the, mm. the, the result has been a government that knows no boundaries around its authority, uh, that regulates every aspect of human existence is, and has a, accumulated $30 trillion in debt. Those are all, I believe, outgrowths in one way or another of FDR's court packing plan in 1937, the one that failed but still scared Supreme Court justices into submission. How soon do you think we're going to see them trying to move on these things? I, I think you will see, uh, as soon as this opinion becomes final, it will not surprise me at all to see uh, Democrats trying to get action on this immediately. I think you'll start hearing messaging as soon as this week from some Democrats in the House and in the Senate calling for this action. Because in their view, somehow uh, the ends justify the means, and this is so drastic, so grave an insult that this has to be done. But let's remember what this is and what it isn't, Glenn. Uh, this is just the justices reaching the conclusion 
the Constitution doesn't deal with this. Correct. And consequently, this is not an issue to be decided by federal judges. This is an issue to be decided by elected lawmakers. Right. It's just it's given the the House and the Senate and our our state legislatures more power. It's just saying, take your power back. And for some right. reason, they think that's draconian. It's bizarre. Mike Lee, thank you so much. I appreciate it. God bless and uh, stay safe. We pray for all of you in Washington on all sides of the aisle and all nine of our justices. Uh, they, I, I believe this puts them in, in grave danger. I hope our government recognizes that. Mike Lee, you can find him uh, and follow him at uh, Mike Lee. I believe it's Mike Lee for Utah or Mike Lee for Senate. The Glenn Beck Program. I'm probably wrong on both of those. Anyway, my my pillow. Uh, you've heard me talk about uh, my pillow. You want a great night's sleep? Um, then you got to see one of the products that Mike is rolling out. He's got pillows, towels, slippers, Giza sheets, which are fantastic. Right now, he has a BOGO extravaganza. Buy one, get one free. You can buy one, get one free. The pricing on my pillow bed sheets, the Giza Elegance My Pillows, the six-piece towel sets, the Roll and Go Anywhere My Pillows. The promo code is Beck, and if you use that promo code, you will get the buy one get one free. Remember, all my pillow products come with a sixty-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't like these sheets as much as I do, or you don't like the pillows, just ship them back. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special square. Check out the buy one, get one free deal on select products with the promo code. You'll also get a copy of Mike Lindell's book for free with your purchase. So make sure you enter the promo code Beck, or you can call 800-966-3117, mypillow.com, promo code Beck. Get your copy of the new book, The Great Reset by Glenn Beck. Read the first chapter free at glennsnewbook.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Um, we've got uh, about 25 minutes left in the program. And uh, this is extraordinarily important what happened um, with the uh, SCOTUS ruling yesterday. I went through it. I highlighted uh, all the important things uh, in it. Um, Pat, I mean, uh, Stu, where do we... Um, well, I'm, I have two things are on my mind. One is you did go through the entire ruling, and we really yeah. only touched briefly on what you found was most important. We talked yeah. about the big details, yeah, but I wouldn't mind sure. diving in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you kind of, when you look at a Supreme Court ruling, the very beginning gives you kind of the summary, yeah. and the very end kind of gives you the conclusion, yeah, yeah. which makes sense. In the middle, though, there's always really good nuggets, so I wouldn't mind going through and seeing you know what you found sure, sure, in there. Sure. Also, I'm... I would like to talk about why uh, women consider Pete Davidson to be attractive. I, I don't understand. I don't. He yeah, looks. He, I'm, I'm he's with str- you. Yeah. Uh, I don't. There's a weird thing going on right now where like the biggest celebrities in the world can consider very skinny, very wiry ugly white dude really really no no no. like overly white yeah overly white the whitest people in our society yeah i mean basically slender man like that is 
Pete Davidson's just yes, Slenderman. He is. Like, they made a horror does, movie yeah, out of the guy. It doesn't end well if you're around Slenderman. Right. I just want you to know. Like, they were like, this People this, that, this image is terrifying. Right. And Kim Kardashian's like, yeah, move in. Yeah. It's uh, it's as if, as if uh, uh, Kurt Cobain was too healthy looking. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, he was, five feet and maybe, taller. Right. And maybe... Too healthy looking even today. Maybe even or, today. Yeah. Maybe even today. It's There's so- a few of them that I don't understand what's happening. And and I'm only hope you know, I'm only holding out hope that, you know, pasty, you know, kind of morbidly obese white guys uh that are, you know, on the verge of elderly mm-hmm. at some right. point, you that's know, become, gonna become the thing. That'll become the thing. That'll become the thing. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if that's around the corner, <laughs> but it does seem. Did, what if I would have said Pete Davidson <laughs> no, is going to be I, like the man? Yeah, and yeah. It, he's like hooking up with every attractive female yeah. on the planet, and like, and the other thing is, I don't even think he's that funny. He's not even a great comedian like i don't know maybe there there's that thing of women love a sense of humor but like you know i mean he's like a mediocre snl contributor like i don't yeah he's not a scream he's just like not a scream i don't what is the thing i don't know this this version of human the slender man is having its moment so let me combine the two stories today would you would you you support an abortion of any baby that was made by a kardashian (laughs) And Pete Davidson, <laughs> any Kardashian, is yeah. it in the ruling? Did they? Is there a line? It's not. From I, Samuel I read Alito? it, top to bottom. By the way, this not. does not apply to Kim Kardashian and, and Pete Davidson. Just this, this whole ruling, I, whatever they can yeah. do, whatever they need to get done. There. Yeah, well, they live in California. Okay, so I mean, they can kill. I, I, if they live in California, maybe, <laughs> maybe Pete Davidson's mother could kill him now. <laughs> You know what I, I mean? I, I, that's probably true. Four <laughs> hundredth trimester, right? Yeah, it's yeah. probably true. I think, I, I think probably that's legal. probably on its way. It is, I will say, a very strange thing. Not only the Pete Davidson part, but going back to the main story today. <laughs> yes, it's a strange thing. The dedication to this cause, I can understand. It's in a death a cult. Way. The old position of Democrats. I don't support it. I don't like it. But like the old position of being like, look, this is a necessary evil in our society. Mm -hmm. We hate that it has to happen. Mm -hmm. We just think in really crazy circumstances, there has to be an out for a woman who's in a terrible place. And I don't buy that logic, but at least there's a part of me that can understand that. Legal, safe, and rare. Not where I want to be, but you would think that, okay, that, you know extenuating circumstances not abortion on demand as birth control yes i mean that, that sounds that, you know me. and and they've not that they've gone too far but shout your abortion may may be an indication of a society gone mad maybe you think yeah, yeah okay i just maybe. want to make sure I, i'm getting the full thing. i'm just i'm i'm speculating that yeah. that may be uh, a society you know this it, and it is the the response here is, first of all, chaotic. You know, I, I, I said back when I was on Fox, the key word to really pay attention to in the coming times when this stuff starts to happen will be chaos. Chaos. When there is chaos, that is we know who the author of chaos is and 
everywhere you are seeing the seeds of chaos. You're seeing it at the border. You're seeing it last night in front of the Supreme Court. This isn't, hey, let's do things the right way. Let's even just wait for an opinion. I would be, I would be just as angry at the right if they had released this opinion. Now, it may turn out that they did. I highly doubt it. But we don't know who did it. But this is the way the left works. And this isn't about abortion. That's what's so crazy. They are using women and abortion to pack the courts, get rid of the filibuster, and to take the country over. They want the whole thing. And I think they believe. And they will burn it down if they don't get it. I think they believe there's going to be enough of a reaction to this. And they can convince them that this is the handmaid's tale. That they might be able to pull off a bigger power grab, right? Like where they can pack the court, where they can do all sorts of things to uh, manipulate our system and our society. And they, it's not impossible they're right on that in that, uh, look, abortion, generally speaking, is not particularly popular. It is divisive at the general level, right? Where if you say pro-choice versus pro-life, it's just a generally a, a, a divisive issue where partisan uh, rules apply. But the act, when you go into it, the actual debate is not really much of a debate. You know, the, the Republican position is yeah. uh, illegal in most cases. Uh, not not for, you know, there's rape exceptions for rape and incest. And again, we can get into those things, but that's the Republican position. That's where this battlefield has been drawn for a long time. And the Democratic position is basically, as we've seen from representative after representative, candidate after candidate, to my re- recollection, none or maybe only one of the Democratic candidates would actually put a date. I know. Uh, w- which was usually third trimester. Yeah. To give you just a sense of the polling on this. The American people do uh, agree that, generally speaking, that there should be abortion uh, available to uh, potential parents, or parents in the fir- uh, to moms, if you can define what a woman is, in the first three months, the first trimester. It is overwhelmingly unpopular every second after that. Well, Only the, the- 15%, 15% believe abortion should be legal in all cases, from in the second trimester, only 15%, only 8% of Americans believe it should be legal in the third trimester. Uh, all that the shows time. you who's running the Republic or the Democratic Party and who is running California. Yeah. I, I mean, they're, they're people, talking about now up to 30 days after birth. I mean, in it's California. incredible. Only, so the and, and illegal in most cases, it's only 19% third trimester and 34% second trimester. These are not close calls. This is one of the, in some ways, third trimester abortion is one of the most uniting things in our public discourse. Yeah, that and voting rights. People oppose it. <laughs> People, you know, voter ID. Voter ID. Those, those things are very uniting in America, but they just require common sense. And that's not what you're, you're getting. I mean, mm. I was watching the news early this morning. And I'm hearing these stories that have absolutely no connection to reality at all. And you think, are you that stupid? And I think the answer is, yeah, I think there's a lot of Americans that are that stupid. They are just people who watch the news. NBC, good. CNN, truth tellers. And they just watch it and they just swallow the garbage. I think there are those people that are that stupid. 
I think there are those people that are that conspiratorial that, you know, watch man didn't walk on moon. Uh, Gay frogs did. And they just, you know, they swallow it, too. Which one are you? I have to tell you, I think this is actually a very good thing in in many ways. Um, I know that it is going to make California, New York, if indeed this comes out and they say, yes, this is the decision. It's going to make California and New York go crazy. And all of the lefty states will go crazy. California now is talking about taking tax dollars and flying people into the state so they can have abortions. You know, if I'm in California and I've been on the fence, you know, geez, I really like it here. Or my family is here, whatever it is. I think this is going to be one of those things that push you over the edge. And I think the states are going to do what federalism uh, really kind of encourages. And that is... You know what? You do your thing where you are and we'll do our thing where we are and leave each other alone. I think this is going to be this is going to self sort people because I couldn't live in California now for many reasons. I couldn't before. But if you're talking about doing abortion 30 days after a child is born and you're talking about flying people in with tax dollars, I'm pretty sure we're going to slide into the ocean. I, I mean, I just think we will be destroyed. That's what I would be thinking as a Californian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're on the wrong side here. And just to play it safe, maybe I'm agnostic. But if there is a God, he's going to stop this from going on. Um, and I think the sides are going to become very, very clear, which is is what I wanted from the beginning. Honestly, I wanted a debate with, you know, Mike Lee or or Ted Cruz and Bernie Sanders. Let's just put it out on the open. Those are the two choices. We're either going to leave each other alone and be a country of of federalist laws and a constitution, or we're going to change into something Marxist. Which one? Which one do you want, America? And, you know, I think half the country, maybe 40 percent, would pick, you know, let's try this new thing, Marxism. <laughs> Like it's new. We're going to try this new thing. I think only about maybe 15% really know what that mean, uh, what that means and, and what the effects would be and really want it. Mm, you know, but you get a lot of people going along with it just because it's something new, you know, let's try it. It's fresh. And I think the rest of people are just going to be like, I can't live with, I can't, I can't do it anymore. I mean, I, I, I want to I wrote this right before I went on the air, just making some notes on today. And I it was a note to myself. Just remember, this is a very important uh, story. But the whole thing is about distracting you. We are almost in a war with Russia, and I think we are going there. I hope to God we're not. But war with Russia we are going to war in the streets. We have a war being waged right now on our republic. They are going to be talking about court packing and getting rid of the filibuster. They're already talking about ESG, the Great Reset, getting rid of capitalism as we know it. There's a war on the vote and voter integrity. There's a, a war on truth with gender. Gender. 
all of this stuff. Uh, no, men can have a baby. Well, if men can have a baby, then I guess I have a place at the table to talk about abortion, right? Because I'm a man and you just said I could have a baby. There's no such thing as a gender. So I guess I can understand this, too. There's a war on truth with the DHS and the disinformation board. The Ministry of Truth. You think they're actually looking for the truth? No. There's a war on your dollar to get you to not own anything and like it. War on inflation. War on energy. War on our children. War in our schools. War for our families. America, you need to understand and shake off the, oh, well, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it'll fix itself. It'll right itself. I wonder what's going to happen next. You're at war. It's not a shooting war. God forbid it ever does. But you are at war. Which side are you on? Jeff wrote in about Relief Factor. I just wanted to send a message of thanks. I'm free of pain in my knee and lower back, which means I can keep my auto detailing business going. Let me tell you, it was touch and go there for a while. Now I'm back to working hard and riding my motorcycle. Thank you, Relief Factor. Jeff, congratulations on getting your life back. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor get their life back. They go on to order more month after month. If it's not working for you in three weeks, it's probably not going to work. But if you see any kind of benefit in the first three weeks, keep taking it. It's a trial pack. 70%, they keep ordering. 30% say, eh, it doesn't work for me. Those are pretty good odds. And I'm one in that 70%. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed just for you. It's relieffactor.com. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Hmm. D.C. School District is now asking kids to uh, out racist family members. Absolutely unbelievable. What part of this didn't happen in Germany? Uh, by the way, if you missed any of the program today, really inform uh, informative. Uh, Senator Mike Lee was on with us. Uh, Roger Marshall, a senator from Kansas. Kelly Shackelford uh, was on from First Liberty, and, and he was really talking about what's coming this summer. You ain't seen nothing yet when it comes to the Supreme Court. This uh, could be just the beginning of massive change uh, and a movement of the left because of it. We end where the Supreme Court ended. Abortion is a profound moral question. And the Constitution doesn't prohibit the citizens from every state from regulating or prohibiting. It's up to the people and their elected representatives. This is the Glenn Beck Program.